latest data on charitable giving that can help you plan fundraising now and in the future. Hi, I'm Bill Stanjakevich. This is the first day from the fundraising school, and I'm joined today by Dr. Patrick Rooney. He is the executive associate dean of the Indiana University Lilly Family School of Philanthropy and a longtime leader of the organization reporting of what is the gold standard in our business, Giving USA. And Patrick, the data are hot off the press. What is fundraising and charitable giving looking like in this most recent report? Well, thanks, Bill. So the exciting news is that for the first time ever, total giving exceeds $400 billion. And in fact, it's a record $410 billion, and that's with a B, and yes. so that's important. Uh, we're pretty excited that uh, giving from all the sources has gone up. Uh, households, corporations, foundations, charitable requests all increased fairly dramatically and contributing to this overall increase in setting this record at $410 billion. And when you say record, our astute fundraisers uh, will look at these numbers and you're an economist by training. How does this lay up against inflation? So even after inflation, uh, it went up about 5% in nominal terms, it went up about 3% in inflation adjusted terms. And so uh, even after adjusting for inflation, it's still a, a record setting year for total giving. When we look at some of those segments of donors, Patrick, uh, first of all, let's start with individuals. Are individuals you know, still the foundation of charitable giving? Uh, what did we see in terms of their participation? And again, laid up against inflation. Yeah, so Bill, one of the things we're saying about household giving is that it has, you know, it's growing. Mm -hmm. You know, we could talk about the tax policy and the impact that might have later, but it's still 70% of total giving, and that's giving during life from households' checkbooks. You know, we know that if you add in um, charitable bequest giving and if you add in family foundations, which is about half of total foundation grant making, then that number bunches up closer to 90% of total right. giving. So households play a huge role in philanthropy in the United States. Um, especially when you look at it more holistically. So the giving from individuals went up, went up faster than inflation, but the overall percentage of that $410 billion for individuals came down from 72% last year to 70% this year, not because individuals gave less. Again, they gave more, including faster than inflation, but the big reason are our friends and private foundations. The stock market is up, they have more money that they're giving away. Yeah. So we had two pieces of the pie growing fairly dramatically faster. And as you pointed out, foundations, the biggest determinant of foundation grant making is the S&P 500, right. right? So if you look at, and that comes from two things. So one, uh, as the S&P 500 grows as a proxy for wealth, then we see a growth in creation of new foundations and investments, new investments in existing foundations. We also see a very nice portfolio effect. So last year, the stock market goes up about 20%. Then you start seeing uh, foundations even moving on a two or three year moving average uh, that their grant making is going to go up dramatically as well. In fact, we've heard anecdotally from some of the people we teach at the fundraising school that some foundations at the end of 2017 were calling nonprofits saying we would like to make some special grants at the end of the year because the stock market had done so well. And you know, Patrick, there's always this question about our friends in the corporate sector. Right. We keep uh, you know, hearing these reports that the business sector is doing well, that corporate profits are up. We're seeing some economic data throughout 2017 uh, about increases in hiring and gradual wage growth, not as much as anybody would always love to see, but right. still moving in the positive directions. Uh, what did we see in terms of corporate philanthropy in 2017? 
So we saw a fairly nice run-up in corporate giving, and anomaly was about 8% increase um, after inflation, less than that, obviously, but still a very nice run-up in, in corporate giving. Corporate giving as a percentage of after-tax um, or pre-tax corporate profits was just under 1%, um, and so that's fairly consistent with the last several years, but with the increase in corporate profitability, the aggregate dollars given have grown fairly dramatically. And Patrick, for our fundraisers, can you help them again understand what is in that corporate giving number? Because there's actually some corporate philanthropy that's not included that our fundraisers still need to be aware of even beyond these statistics. Sure, that's a good point, Bill. So one of the things we do in Giving USA is in corporate giving, we count direct corporate giving and we count corporate foundation grant making. So if, if a foundation has, if a corporation has a foundation as well, we repackage that from foundation grant making to corporate giving because that's really the intent. It does not include things like corporate sponsorships of nonprofits or buying a table at an event and those types of things. Those dollars spend just as well for the charity, so those are important dollars. But they're not, if the corporations don't count it as a philanthropic dollar, we don't count it as a philanthropic dollar. And you know, things like cause-related marketing, your logo on the corporation's materials, the corporation's logo on your materials, the so-called checkout charity where something happens at the cash register, uh, not counted. And we always like to remind our fundraisers, Patrick, we had the visitor from the Gates Foundation within the last year or so point out that corporations more and more are matching where their employees give. As fundraisers, we need to ask, does your employer match your gift? The Gates Foundation said we could have raised an additional $6 billion from corporations last year had we just asked that simple question in our annual fund fundraising. That's huge. And in, in fact, for a lot of corporations, the employee match is the biggest or one of the biggest parts of their total philanthropic giving. So we need to be aware of that. So where did these dollars go in 2017? Well, the dollars, you know, it's interesting. So the dollars, if you look at the long-term trend and still now today, the biggest chunk goes to religious organizations, mass mosques, synagogue congregations. That share has continued to decline over the last you know, 40, 50 years. It used to be well over half. Yeah. Now it's just under a third. And so those dollars continue to grow though. And it's so we wanna be careful to say, it's not because giving to congregations is going down, it's just growing at a slower rate than giving to the other subsectors. And I think it's important to note that we are, and when we count that, we are only counting giving to congregations. Yeah. We're not counting the role of faith in giving to other charities. So for example, your gift to the United Way may be motivated by religious values. Mm -hmm. My gift to Notre Dame may be motivated by religious values. So the role of religious values can play a much larger role in philanthropy than we know in Giving USA. The good news for the charitable sectors is that all but one of the charitable subsectors rose uh, and usually fairly robustly. Uh, the one that went down is international. Uh, international is one of the ones that has seen a very rapid growth over the last 40 years. Um, and, and so it's not uncommon to see some tapering off. I think part of this is uh, that tends to grow when there are large international disasters and mm. This last year we saw a lot of large domestic disasters. And so more of those disaster relief dollars were received domestically 
rather than internationally or globally. You know, Patrick, that comment you made about uh, international giving often is driven by world events and natural disasters. People might look at these data and say, oh, we had the three hurricanes in 2017 uh, that hit, you know, Texas, Florida, Puerto Rico, and did that drive this giving? Uh, I know we have some interesting research on that just overall, plus the fact that eight of the nine subsectors went up even after adjusting for inflation would indicate that giving increases were still broad-based even with those hurricanes. How can you help us understand that data? Yeah. So, well, I think it's a couple uh, key points in this. One, that the disaster giving generally is important to track and important to monitor what's going on and be aware of it. But we do not believe that there's any evidence that disaster relief giving is displacing giving to other charities. We think it's largely in addition to rather than instead of the median gift following most disasters that we've tracked is about $50. And let's face it, you can blow 50 bucks at McDonald's or yeah. going out for a drink or dinner and so on. On the other hand, um, for some individuals and some charities, that may change the way they think at that moment. But overall, we think it's on top of rather than instead of. So we don't think that that's a, a detriment to giving to other subsectors. And as evidenced by the fact that most of the subsectors, all but one, went up last year. So I think that's a good signal. And so as we look at these data, again, charitable giving at $410 billion in 2017, that's a record total, even after adjusting for inflation. When we look at the nine subsectors of where the gifts go, eight of the nine went up faster than the rate of inflation. And Patrick, we encourage people to use this document for planning, certainly to look back, but also to say, where are we today? Where are we going tomorrow? Uh, and of course, folks wonder, there have been some uh, anecdotes out there about December of 2017, when the federal tax policy changed, did donors kind of make some of their 2018 giving in that final month of 2017, and then therefore, will that affect us this year and moving forward? Do these data give us any indication in that regard? Yeah. So Bill, absolutely right that anecdotally, we've heard that some people were creating donor advice funds and to kind of bunch their giving in last year in anticipation that with the new tax bill, they may become non-itemizers, right? And so they mm -hmm. wanted to take that deduction while they could legally, um, and then they can spread their giving over several years if, if needed. Um, how much impact that has on this year's or last year's data, it's too early to tell. Um, we'll have to wait till we get more fulsome reports from both the IRS, but more importantly, the commercial um, donor advice funds and the, some of the community foundation leaders and so on. I do think that uh, it happened so late in the year, you know, this happened midway through December, right. that most people didn't have the capacity, the timing and the planning and the resources to do dramatic swings in their giving at the year end. But clearly there was a lot of donor advice fund formation and enhancements in the, in the last couple of weeks. So, it will have some impact. There's probably some pre-giving that went on last year, but it'll take us some time until we know that. And in the meantime, until we are able to obtain those types of data, make sure you're speaking with your donors. That's the key advice for 2018. How were they affected by the federal tax policy? Did they make their 2018 gift in 2017? 
always open communication with our donors is the best thing that you can be doing for your planning now and as you move forward. Giving USA is available on our School Philanthropy website at philanthropy.iupui.edu. Watch for the research tab across the top toolbar. It'll come down with a menu and you'll see Giving USA. The executive summary is available free of charge and you can obtain that through our website. Also on our website, if you click on Institutes, that's where you find the fundraising school. And we have a dozen public courses now in 15 U.S. cities. We have custom training that we can bring to your community and your organization. We have quarterly webinars and, of course, these weekly pop podcasts that are available through the app that is available anywhere that you obtain an app, and ours is free for the fundraising school. I'm Bill Stanjakevich, and now you are up to date on this first day from the fundraising school. Thank you.